Hey, you. Welcome back to the latest episode of I Learned Nothing. This is a comedy podcast about philosophy. Did you know that? No. Well, welcome. Uh, my name is <laughs> Pat welcome. Dean. Welcome to our show. Welcome to our show. Uh, <laughs> my name is Pat Dean. I'm joined by Princeton philosopher Ben Cholock. How are you, you fucking pop daddy? Greetings. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a pop daddy emeritus professor of philosophy at Princeton University. <laughs> I'm here to educate you on philosophy matters. I'm trying to learn, man. Um, yeah, but uh, you brought up one topic that I can't help you with because I don't know too much about him. Oh, uh, satisfying a woman. Yeah, it's a difficult mm-hmm. one. But So we moved on to a different topic. Uh, our, our guest is Christina Parrish. How the fuck are you? I'm fucking Fucker? great, fuckheads. Now let's get this party rocking and rolling or I'm going to bust a nut out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Christina, you, uh, please. Uh, my father hates the cursing on the show, so we have to turn down the cursing. It is funny. Ben? Sorry, Mr. Cho Daddy. <laughs> Cho Daddy. What's up, Cho Daddy? What's up, Mr. Cho Daddy? Um, so you, uh, we had you on because we wanted to, to talk to you about uh, a couple philosophers that you oh, enjoy. Oh, now did you? I did. Oh. Well, I did. Now okay, I got, got second a, thoughts a, now. But a Terry and an Allen, right? I just <laughs> came to this dark room because I thought you guys had burgers. I didn't know we were going to talk. <laughs> we do. We, every time we eat burgers, we close all of the curtains and we devour burgers in darkness, darkness if, and silence. What if you were hanging out and you were like, you're in the neighborhood and you're like, oh, I wonder what Pat's up to. I'll just pop in. And you walk in and it's just a dark room and I'm eating a hamburger by myself. No yeah. toppings, just bread and meat and bread meat. and ground beef. We'd be like, we get those medical reports, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, uh, you're, you're, you're here to talk about Terrence McKenna. Remember Terrence him? McKenna? Yes, I am. Who is okay? So you got? I I remember. What Don't did you, you say it? Don't you say it? <laughs> when did you become interested in this guy? <laughs> um, like a year. Yeah, it seemed ago. like I remember you kind of were super into him. You did an impression of him one time at a show. It was interesting. Yeah, I did an impression of him at Comedy Seance, uh, where I threw mushrooms out into the crowd, like little eat edible mushrooms. That's right, like a treat for the audience. For a treat. Yeah. It's like a goodie bag. With a slideshow. The, uh, yeah, the, the Comedy Sands is a show in Austin every year where, where dead comedians... Come these, alive. They come alive for one night only. Uh, and for some reason, you chose to do Terrence McKenna <laughs> as your comedian. <laughs> and then, so with this motherfucker, she showed... You showed like, like a clip of him talking yeah. so people would get... Your impression of him, which yeah. is actually pretty smart. Yeah, that's well, a, yeah, that's a good move. I knew nobody would know who he was or how he talks or yeah. like the way he talks, so I had to show the people what they needed to know to get the jokeroni, <laughs> and that was me making my Terrence McKenna voice. Sounds pretty <laughs> that, good. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do an impression of him now? That, that's it. That, that, was it. Like. that was it. Oh, okay. That was it. That's it. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> wow, I that's just you, you seem really talk. happy. <laughs> All right, I'll try Terrence McKenna now. 
Hi, I'm Terrence McKenna. Is that pretty good? That's pretty good. Then you try. Hi, I'm Ugh. Terrence McKenna. I don't know. I think I think we're all pretty good at this, actually. Yeah, except Ben. Oh yeah, Ben's <laughs> not that great at it, but and you're okay. Well, but I'm, I'm taking I'm, over this podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Christina Paris show. It's just her being mean to Ben for no reason. <laughs> I keep coming back for some reason. How so, many Bens does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> <laughs> well, just one, but he does a really shitty job of it. Uh, so, so who the fuck was this guy? What, what's his problem? He's a philosopher. Yes. Uh, he's from America. An American philosopher. American uh, philosopher. America. Finally, we have an American philosopher on the show. Someone who bleeds red. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. <The> last <laughs> um, yeah, so he went. Do you know when he was born? I don't know when he was born, but I know when he died. <laughs> In 2000? Ah, such is life. Yeah. Such a philosophy thing to say. Right. Um, when when are we ever born, really? Uh, he, well, he died in 2000. Yeah. Um, I don't know how old he was, uh, but I don't think he was too, too... I mean, I know he was old, but I don't think he was, like, 90. He was probably, like, 70-something. That's pretty old. It yeah. looks like... So I was looking him up real quick. He, he died in... Yeah, he died in 2000. He was born in 46, which means he was uh, like 54 when he died, I guess. Yeah, that's Whoa. young. That's actually pretty young. Yeah, that's yeah. Shit. pretty young. Yeah, but he lived a life, apparently. Yeah. yeah. What did he die of? A broken heart? No. <laughs> no. Who some broke sort his of, heart? Uh, well, his, his brain did. Well, yeah. Uh, because of, his, of all the tumors in it. He died of this really aggressive brain cancer. <laughs> Lord. He, died yeah. of, he died of what we call in the medical industry a broken heart, which yeah. is actually a brain tumor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I like how we brain said brain tumor. tumor and then laughed. Like, <laughs> such an archaic thing. <laughs> a bourgeois. Yeah. It's like getting stabbed by a sword to death. Like, when does that ever happen to anyone? Who laughs at that, though? That's awesome. If someone died of a sword wound now, he'd yeah. Like, whoa. Oh, yeah. That's tight. Yeah. It's like hearing about that guy who died of a spider bite. Who died yeah. of a spider bite? I don't know. I mean, it's just uh, Pete, uh, Pete, Pete Jones. Pete Parker. <laughs> Peter Parker. Peter Almost Parker. Did. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, he died. Uh, he had a crazy life. He, like, traveled. He did a bunch of hallucinogens and uh, psilocybin. Uh, what is that? That's what's in a mushroom. That's what a mushroom's called. Yeah, like shroom. Shroom. He was a shroom daddy. He was shroom. shroom he was a shroom daddy. daddy. Yeah. He was a DMT daddy and a shroom daddy. Dude, this guy is like a daddy of multiple. He's he's a multi daddy. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> multi daddy. <laughs> he like tr he like was like a shaman. I would say. Yeah. I'd say mm -hmm. yeah. I really like his stuff because he talks about like your how your like brain works in relation to. Uh, like natural drugs, you know, like okay. mushrooms and 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 weed and yeah, stuff and like that. He has and a, the he summer's had a, breeze and DMT all, too. Yeah, although he Sunshine. was like a little bit nuttier than like I don't know if you know who Timothy Leary is. Mm -hmm. Timothy Leary, you know, he did like so much acid. Like, yeah, he did a lot of acid. He was a troublemaker. And he was kind of yeah. he was kind of wild among his like he I I'd say like Timothy Leary was like probably probably like extreme into that mm -hmm. so in this world it's like Terrence McKenna was like an also pretty extreme like he was. Is, it's kind of hard to follow him sometimes because he goes down these like really crazy weird brain rabbit holes of how he talks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where he'll just like he'll talk about how like your brain and 
the present and what is the present and how many realities we're going through all at once together. <clears throat> yeah, he talked a lot about like inter- interdimensional stuff. Yeah, right? like when you take a drug, you you might be going to a different dimension. Yeah. So so something interesting is I thought about. So I, I'm gonna say is like so something interesting I thought about I was going to say <laughs> that's what you just said <laughs> well I was giving credit I was scratching my eye <laughs> I was clawing my eyeballs was, out <laughs> so itchy um, oh I'm such an itchy girl <laughs> That's what happened to me last night. I was such an itchy boy. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I got cucked by this stupid cat. Ugh. I got too fucking itchy, and I had to go home. Ben, okay, Ben came over. We were watching The Matrix 2, and this fucking Tim the Cat, I guess, was affecting Ben's allergies. So he, had, he ran home in defeat. And how long did you sleep for? 14 hours. For 14 hours. What? Well, because I, got, I took... So I was trying to stay up so I could watch The Matrix 2 because it was riveting. <laughs> piece of cinema and uh so i went and got uh some allergy medicine and i took that and then i took twice the prescribed dosage because i was like so uncomfortable <laughs> with these allergies but then i forgot like halfway through that it's like al- allergy medicine makes you drowsy yeah so i got really drowsy i was like falling asleep on the couch and i was like i gotta go home ben made us and stop yeah, the movie live. in the middle of the most action-packed part of the movie it's when neo was fighting ten thousand agents no that was from before that was from before no yeah that's such a Ben thing to do. It's a total Ben move. <laughs> ben head. All you Ben heads out there, get go get fucked. Yeah. I mean, yeah, go. Yeah, look, if you're They'd a Ben love head. It, I bet. They'd love to get fucked. <laughs> Why did a men. single tear come down your eye? <laughs> ben just longingly staring out the window. They'd love to get fucked. Like, oh, God. These poor Ben heads. I'd love. So, so, hold on. So, what was the interesting thing? Well, so, I was reading this book by Ram Dass, and it talked about... Who's that? Ram Dass is like another one of these guys. Except Ram Dass is like super white. He's, I mean, everybody is white, but he just looks I'd, funny. I had no idea Ram Dass was white until like two years ago. Yeah. I didn't know what he looked like. Yeah. I thought he was just some Indian dude. Mm-hmm. Like, um, who's the other guy? Like Ravi Shankar or whatever? Not mm-hmm. Ravi Shankar, but... I don't know. Whatever. You're I just, just thought he was up Indian. Names? Wow, racial oppression. <laughs> so, so he's a white dude with a with, with a yeah. That, that does kind of sound kind of Indian. Well, I mean, Ram. That's not his real. That's not his real name, right? That's not his birth name. No. Right. He picked. Oh, he it. changed his name. Yeah. Yeah. Ram Das is like. A, I mean, I think it's an Indian. It has name. a ring to it. You yeah, it does have a ring to it. Yeah. Ram Das. It's no Ben Cholock, but it's it's no. definitely I mean, something. Fuck no. I mean, that's yeah. Ben Cholock sounds like a candy. <laughs> a, be- a Ben Cholock? Yeah, it's hey, like uh, a ch- chocolate candy. Hey, kid, here's twenty cents. Buy yourself a Ben Cholock or a Cholock. Yeah, <laughs> go get Cholock. Sure, <laughs> get showed. Wait, so this Ram fuck is writing about him? So Ram Das wrote this book called "Be There, Be Here Now." Like Ram, dumb, <laughs> right? Fucking asshole. Gotta get him. Uh, Piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> I so he I read this book called Be Here Now mm-hmm. and uh he talks about doing mushrooms and drugs and stuff like that. And all these guys like Ram Dass, Alan Watts, Terrence McKenna, they all look at drugs and hallucinogens as like 
ways of understanding your brain rather than just like going and having a party you know what i mean like a lot of people nowadays like it's like yeah let's do acid together man you know these whippersnappers yeah Yeah. it's like to get fucked up and be like oh it's it's a recreational drug thing instead of like a study yeah the young folk they all looked at Mm. it as like a study as uh, to the human psyche like basically understanding the world because it's all in our brain yeah Hmm. um so you don't think these guys just took this to get fucked up and oh I mean sure yeah I mean of sometimes, course sometimes probably yeah cause they were young when they like Terrence McKenna started like doing a lot of the stuff when he was 23 oh okay and so they were young you know what I mean but uh anyway he, they they saw it as like Oh, uh, it's a, more of a spiritual thing than like a recreational thing hmm. or like using it recreationally as like a way of understanding yourself yeah um, and like the world and so um, they wrote in Ramdas wrote in Be Here Now about like the levels of highness like basically the levels of reality that you can go through so there's like where everything starts moving and stuff and then the other one is when like you see people as forms of energy like their their auras and stuff are forms of energy and Terrence McKenna talked a lot about that that also happened in the matrix yeah well you know i like to think that the matrix was all based off of all these philosophical events yeah Mm-hmm. Well, I like and to think so too. We watched all three of them. It was mostly just guys getting kicked in the throat. I mean, Keanu Reeves is a Shiva. <laughs> okay, can you elaborate on that? <laughs> There's no way she can. <laughs> so these guys. So you're saying that they're they were using drugs as like a gateway to understanding a gateway. Shit? So these were all gateway drugs, but. They were gateways to understand it. Yeah, yeah, a gateway to breaking the, I don't know, a gateway to breaking through the, whatever your belief systems now are. I call the, uh, the dictionary a gateway drug to knowledge. So, that's just me. I'm going to rip your weird. face off. For what? <laughs> Being truthful? What? Get, get your tooth fixed, Pat. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's <do>. all I say. <laughs> See, Pat chipped his tooth like what? How many years ago? <laughs> I, chipped my, I chipped my tooth while very high two years ago eating buffalo wings. And, and now what do you think that meant? <laughs> well, it meant you're going to get diabetes in two years. So what happened? So that, so, oh, so it was... It's pre-diabetes. It was a premonition. Dude, I was chomping on some buffalo wings, having a great time. Grand old time. A grand old time. The time of my life, Ben. Uh And I I chipped my fucking tooth, and I was like, huh. Like, I felt something weird, and I walked into the bathroom, and I was really high, and I looked at myself in the the reflection, I saw my chipped tooth, and I just said out loud, well, that's not good. And I went to sleep, because like, well, there's nothing to do about it now. So I'd never fix it. Or for the next two years. Because it doesn't hurt. So I just forget it's like that. And then sometimes I'll smile in the mirror, and I'll be like, oh, shit. I forgot. That's what you look like. It's okay. I, well, I chipped my tooth when I was opening a beer with my teeth like several years ago. God, why would you do but, that? Well, because because we suck. I know. Because someone, but so the the benefit though is that it was like a molar, so like you can't see it. Right. Yeah. So. So you never got so it fixed. So fuck you, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. Nah. Oh, yeah. So God, we're it doesn't idiots. hurt. That's good. Yeah. 
Hey, All the gonna- ladies out there know yeah. that when you lick the inside of Ben's mouth, there is going to be a little indention mm-hmm. in on the right side. Oh, yeah. Some ladies out there know already. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. The thought of Ben in the sexual context You mean is- Karen and Diana and Rhonda? <laughs> well, yeah. Rhonda. yeah. I fuck only girls who the Beach Boys sing about. <laughs> 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 lick me Rhonda, lick, lick me Rhonda. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, well, guess what, Christina? You're gonna get old one day. So hey. fucking enjoy your teeth while you have them. Fuck well, face. fuck, fine. Yeah. My point. <laughs> well, that settles that. No, that this settles has that. been. Uh, I learned nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what are some of the the so the, these these addicts are using drugs uh, to, to to open up their minds? What, what are the what are the things that you that you take away from it? What comforts you? Uh, with Terrence McKenna and the other fucking guy. Well, the fact of that 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 that's an exploration that other people are taking. You know, they're they're devoting their life and their time to figuring out their place and in what this world is and the density of our brain. The fact that people are taking time out to figure out and dive further into the human psyche, I find that like really really cool because the brain is so just the most fascinating thing like in the world yeah yeah i like that idea too so there's something that i want to mention that kind of relates to this so when we were talking when we started off with this podcast uh you were like oh well i majored in philosophy you wanted to learn from me about like these different things in philosophy. Yes. All right. And so that's so I can teach you a lot of stuff about like academic philosophy. Mm-hmm. When you were asking about Terence McKenna, and we decided to have Christina on here, which um, a big mistake. Which I know. was a, the, one of the biggest mistakes I we've even ever done. I myself. Yeah. <laughs> what, recently, let's say I haven't been wet in a while, and this feels good. <laughs> oh, that's almost, what it feels like. It's like a bath, but an anti-bath. <laughs> a warm bath. The bath you need a bath for. Um, but. So the thing, so I don't know a lot about Terence McKenna because he's not considered an academic philosopher in the traditional sense. Oh shit, Christina, you're gonna take that? Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But no, so I would, I would argue though that like I, I I find them really interesting. I, I have like read a little bit about Terence McKenna. Uh, I've read more about like Alan Watts and stuff. I like Alan Watts a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, but uh, the idea that th- so they're not like taken seriously for for not, not it's not that they're not taken seriously they're just not considered part of like the philosophical tradition hmm. in a strict sense because yeah they're like vigilantes kind or of something. yeah they they went off on their own and they did their own thing and like took extreme measures of like. Right. Testing out drugs. Testing out drugs. So that's that's the thing that I wanted to, to kind of address too is that they're using drugs kind of as a method of investigation of their own minds. Yeah. And that's just so that's just not currently a method of investigation that's taken seriously or considered like, you know, within the within the scope of of academic philosophy. Cuz why academic, do you think that is? It's not cuz they're all a bunch of fucking squares. Yeah, kind of. Well, kind of. Yeah, they're all squares. Like they don't mean to be squares. They're just. I, I think that just like the, the traditionally, the tools of philosophy have just been like you know reason, logic, uh, like thorough argumentation and stuff like that. Yeah, and Terence McKenna fights against that. He does. Yeah, and that's cool. And I think that that maybe that's something that that the you know philosophical establishment. I'm using air quotes that no one can see right now. 
um, can t- can benefit from to like open it up a little more and maybe include that as a method of like, well, let's see what's going on in our fucking brains because yeah, it's one like- way of like reorienting like the way we question shit about like knowledge. Like when we're talking about Kant, I mean, like he probably could have benefited from smoking a doob every now and again. Well, that guy also could have benefited from a woman's touch. That's like, true, that guy, too. Yeah. Because he was a virgin. He was a virgin. <laughs> and virgins so, are gross. It's just, they're <laughs> disgusting <laughs> people, and why are they around? Mm-hmm. What can we do? Well, what, what can, can we do about, about this? What we can we think do? about? So the think about, like, story. Newton. Newton was also a virgin. Newton he, was a virgin? Newton, yeah. Isaac I Newton was that. a virgin. Yeah, he Dude, died what is up with all these fucking virgins? But think about him, though. Okay, if he was a virgin and he discovered fucking gravity, imagine if he had a woman's touch and he smoked a doob. Yeah. He would have fucking discovered relativity before Einstein. He and he would have, like, fucking gotten an orgasm, and God, we know men need that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the myth oh. of the male orgasm. We're, yep. we're destroying it tonight. Um, Doesn't happen. Let me, ask, let me ask you something, though. Men have never popped. <laughs> when, how much of this, okay, uh-huh. these dudes, all right, these guys who are like, Hey, I'm gonna open, you know, my mind or whatever. Let's, you know, let's do a bunch of drugs. Yeah. How much of that do you? Th- how much of this is is, are, is this them? Is historical revisionism? How much of it is them just being burnout, drug head, wackos? And then later on, they go, "Oh, I should write it down." And now people are gonna think you I'm sound a- like the worst cop. Yeah. In the world. I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just saying. This sounds like something I would do. Just get real high and then be like, well, well, if you would write it down, if you wrote it down and like kind of expounded about your experiences and that makes up for it. I well, think. Maybe, yeah. maybe like, I will. The important thing that these people won't. had is that they all did drugs and they had like they had conversation about their experiences, mm-hmm. which like fueled them to write. And if and they weren't then they were also like super intelligent people, very like in yeah. in, in like. A retrospective, I mean, like they like looked in a lot, hmm. and not a lot of people do that. Like, I don't know, do you do that, Pat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Let's it. talk about this now. <laughs> yeah, with I, your two friends. <laughs> I do. Yeah, the, the two friends I have. Uh, I do it all the time, and it's why I'm so sad. But my point, is, well, that's the Irish part, though. Oh it's God, yeah. it's only Irish people when they look inside that they get sad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Luck of the Irish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Luck of the Irish. So, um, (laughs) what what is something specific that you've that you've learned? From was it the guy you said Charlie Watts? Alan Watts. Al- Alan Charlie Watts. Charlie, is, Watts. Charlie, Charlie Watts is the drummer for Rolling Stones. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, what, oh yeah, what's the other guy? Bob Dylan. Bob Marley. <laughs> Just an idiot. Um, so that one guy raging against the machine. What'd you learn about? What is uh, so that whatever that Watts guy is and the other fucker Alan Watts uh, whatever his name Alan is. Watts what Alan Watts and Terrence McKenna oh sorry and can Ram you please Dutch. at least learn the names of the people we're I talking can't. about I can't also you're learning about this well I'm trying yeah. to but I feel very judged Ugh. by you two Jesus wow you know well, oh Pat you can't remember a name well, you, you know just what? learned you gotta open yourself up. Well, that's what I'm trying to do, but uh, old salty Ben over here is fucking screwing everything up for me. I don't know. My question Your is... Your body language is saying no. You don't ever talk about my body language. <laughs> my The question that I have... The question I have for you, CP, is what what is something from one of those dudes that, you, that you've learned and you apply to your everyday life? Because it seems like a lot of the shit that I learn about from fucking Ben 
it's all this stuff that I don't, I never know how to apply it to my life. You, you just learn it and you go, well, okay, that's a weird idea. Then you just move on. So what do you do? Well, I, t- I think about it. I take their lessons and I, and I apply that to the way that I look and take on my own life. Okay. So, you know, they were all about like breaking your belief system all the time because what you believe is always is automatically always going to change but many people don't like change and your beliefs have to change as so you can grow as a Mm. person Mm -hmm. and so i take their approach to life and which is that they they see uh did you, did you just fart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a deeply philosophical fart. Oh, my God. That was my nasty, belief, my too. Belief change just, my beliefs just changed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, one day I'm fine. One day I'm IBS. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, what, that's what Ben calls shitting his pants. <laughs> oh, my belief just changed. Gets up and leaves. <laughs> why, why, yeah. why did you leave? I said my beliefs changed. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> but they they saw life as like a thing to look at that that changes and so when i when something goes wrong in my life or like when i'm having a hard time or having mainly having a lot of anxiety i just have a lot of anxiety about what about everything you know it's hard not to it's all these fucking rugrats out there (laughs) anyway these whippersnappers hey don't don't be a what is her what was her name uh helga helga yeah helga from rugrats Oh no, that's that's Hey Arnold. I think you're thinking of Angelica. Oh, Angelica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me get this settled. Bye. <laughs> um, don't be an Angelica or be a Helga. But like dealing with yeah. my anxiety is like it's helpful to know that other people were actually taking time and studying the aspect of cosmic change. Whoa, what you, do you know mean? because like anxiety, my anxiety is fueled by like any like any anxiety is fueled by worrying about like. You know my situation, which my situation will always be changing because we all are cha- are all our situations are changing all the but time. But your situation, you mean like defined by yourself, like your yeah, you're, it's like who you're, I how am. Your, yourself is gonna is like facing certain whatever trials, tribulations. Yeah. Um, worried about like, you know, oh, well, you know, what am I gonna do about, you know, my job or you know, money or wh- whatever, my like romantic life, my pr- professional life, my you know, whatever, blah blah blah. It's all kind of cycling around your like self the idea of your yeah your yourself who you are so then you're like let me do a big thing of drugs no well i only do drugs whenever i feel like i need to i need to bring myself back to myself Hmm. like reorient your your priorities or whatever yeah because a lot of our priorities nowadays are like where we're going to find the next you know where we're going to find money and that's the leading source to all all sorts of things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We learned about that when we talked about Karl Marx. Yeah, the Marx episode. Yes. I mean, that's a big one of it. Yeah, it's like, you know, the material conditions of of your existence. Like, where are you going to get your next meal? Where are you going to get your next paycheck? Where are you going to get your next job? Yeah. Et cetera. My answer for all of that is Arby's. So you just we just so, gotta work at Arby's <laughs> meal, my next job, my next everything, which means that Nick Severino is like has figured it out. Yeah, well, yeah. it's very inside, but yes. Well, uh, we all know that he's figured it out. He's figured something out. <laughs> he has that dude. We is all just way winked. too happy. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I don't know. I, I I just think that that kind of stuff is really 
helpful to know that, like, you know, there's more to life than just, like, you know, the everyday working and pressure that you put yourself under to be and rise above everybody else. That there's Hmm. more to that. There's actually the beauty and just, like, the stillness and everything. And, you know, and and the in-between. There's a good point that you kind of brought up there, too. It's like trying to rise above everyone else. Like this idea of there's some sort of competition. Yeah. Right? And the, the, so a lot of what these guys were kind of doing was like when you take like these, these very like, m- like, what's the word? Like, my, not, m- not mind enhancing. It's like the psych, uh, the, these psychedelic drugs yeah. kind of fuck up your brain patterns in a way where you stop thinking about human beings as just like egos. And you kind of think of everyone kind of fluid and together in this like sort of pool of consciousness that's not differentiated from one person to another. They were all equal and we're mm-hmm. all under this, you know, we're all under the same pressure that we each go through every day and just be kind to your common. Yeah. And you stop mm, thinking of man. it as, as in terms of like just you here right now shut into this category of your body in competition with other people, you know, who are like selves in their own bodies and they're like players in this game they have to fight against all the time. Like yeah. when they take these drugs, I've been called a it, player before. Well, you are kind of a player. Yeah. yeah. Player. We know we, mm. we've seen all the cats that have come in and out of this house. Yeah. Say. Right. And they are meowing. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, the cat uh, daddy. Th- those cats have claws too. But oh, yeah. the they cool are purring thing, and, and mewing. The cool thing is, is like, so, ego that's like a huge thing for like Terrence McGinnis Alan Watts like the ego that that like weird thing that that's not you that's like this thing that direct guides you into all these you know whatever um but it's about like breaking down the ego and like separating yourself or not separating yourself but like taking it in and like not letting it control your everyday decisions. Yeah, not mm. no, Which is not really letting fascinating. It, not letting it be you. It's yeah. kind of like uh, it's like the ego is kind of like this thing you put in front of you. That's like this is my representative out in the world during like business hours. Yes, uh, but like some people start equating their whole sense of self with that ego instead of saying, okay, well, this is just like a a tool that I use to interact with people out in the world. But like you're also just you're more than that. You're yeah. you're you're beyond it in a way, and you you also share this sort of consciousness with everyone else. Hmm. Yeah, we're all um, we're hmm. all like we're all not alone. You know what I mean? That's the hmm. thing about the ego is the ego feels like it's so special that it's the that it's better that it that you're you're the only one that thinks this way. You're the only one that feels this way, and that is not that's not true. Everybody is under those same under yeah. that same predicament. Predict. Predicament. 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 Well, you know, it's... it's, Wow. It's like... I'm retarded. (laughs) (laughs) I love the R word. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the R R word? (laughs) That's interesting. You know, it really goes to show you how can we all feel so alone when everyone's thinking Arby's? Yeah, well, when everybody's thinking you know Arby's, I mean? they're all thinking of, like, so that's the exact, thing that yeah. tastes good, the thing that feels good, but really it's about what is. Right. Yeah. I haven't had dinner all, yet, so that's why I Well, it's also it's like, it's, it's trying to think well, of it not sweating. so much as I'm thinking Arby's, or you are thinking Arby's, or she is thinking Arby's. Right. It's more like we are, are thinking, thinking Arby's. Arby's. Dang, dude. We should tell Arby's about this. 
Well, now you're, now you're high-fiving. That's a little weird. We had a high-five. You, you had an Arby's high-five. <laughs> um, <laughs> how much of the stuff that you, when you read these dudes, because it sounds like this is pretty heady stuff, how much of it is stuff that you're, like, getting? And you're like, oh, hell yeah, I know what this is about. Because what infuriates me, this is part of the reason why I want to do this fucking podcast, is that sometimes I'll look stuff up and I'll read it, and then I'll get to the end of, like, the paragraph, and I'll just go, what the fuck is this guy talking about? And it makes me so mad that I know the definition of all the words in this paragraph, and when you put them together, it just I blows my mind. I have no idea what I'm talking about, ever. Well, yeah, I mean, ever. most of the time, like, the dialogue is so heavy because it's so, it's so heavy. It's so head yeah. heady, like it's mm-hmm. like really makes you think. Like, um, I don't know. I think I I find it like most of the time I'm I'm listening to what the reader is saying, and some of the time I just have to keep like reading, and I don't know what they're talking about until later. You know what I mean? Hmm. The other thing too is that it ben- you, you can really benefit from rereading stuff, and also. There's an interesting point that you raise about Arby's. No, yeah, well, fine about Arby's. Okay. No, about um, like when you read something, you say you read a paragraph. Yes, you understand all the words in the paragraph, but uh, you still don't know what they're talking about. The reason for that is because you might not actually understand like each and every word how it's defined in that context. You probably understand a very general definition for each and every word, but in context, you probably don't know like how that word is being used. And that's where you have to kind of go back and figure out, like, you know, okay, so if they use this one particular word in this sense, but that's not how I usually understand the word, that's probably why you're missing something. Yeah. So you have to go back and you figure out. You have to reread out. and read. You have to reread it. And see maybe how they re-read. write. Yeah, see how they write. Maybe reread, like, other, uh, other passages that they've written using the same word. So you can kind of understand the sense of, like, okay, so they're using that word slightly differently than how the general populace understands that word. Or just looking up and seeing who these guys were inspired by you know seeing Mm -hmm. who these writers seeing who these philosophers were inspired by really gives detail to like the foundation of their knowledge Hmm. it's like so Terrence McKenna was inspired by Aldous Huxley who wrote The Doors of Perception or To Perception or something like that who's this guy Aldous Huxley is another philosopher I don't really know much about him is he, is he English he was English yeah because that is the most English sounding name Aldous Huxley yeah, yeah Aldous Huxley very... yeah hello my name is Nigel English Breakfast how are you oh okay <laughs> I wonder where you're from Gravy is yeah. my middle name Fog, yeah. <laughs> Aldous Fogbottom Huxley how, how, <laughs> how are you you chap how are you um, chap still have a lip so uh so he, he was inspired by so what, what was the doors the doors to perception it's the doors of perception, of perception. You're, you're, yeah you're right the first time it's yeah doors of perception that's a book i haven't read any aldous huxley either so i don't know what he wrote doors of perception he wrote he wrote a brave new world yeah he wrote a brave new and world. oh i know that one yeah and he wrote doors of perception i think that's autobiographical i think that's I don't know. I don't know. I... But the doors of perception are in reference to... uh, Actually, Aldous Huxley is fucking cool. I know about his life more than I know about his actual work. But the doors of perception is a reference to... um, uh, Like, when you take a lot of acid, it it opens up the doors of perception. Uh Because when you go through your your senses... You know, we have the five senses. um, You know, uh, sight, smell, hearing, touch, and taste... 
when you take acid, it kind of opens up each one of those perceptions a little more. Your third eye. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. But sort of, that's sort of what he's talking about. Impressed? Um, no, I am. never. But uh, it was a terrible he, <laughs> wink. Yeah, I just winked at Christine. Ever said that? But he, um, but the way he died. Have you heard about how he died? No. Sort of, okay. He he had some like horrible like cancer, I think, and so he asked his wife basically to. Um, like in his last dying moments to inject him with like an ungodly amount of acid. <laughs> really? Yeah. So he could just like trip balls right before he died. Yeah. Oh, that's, you know, that's interesting because a couple questions I like to ask people. Mm-hmm. Uh, ladies, especially, I ask them if a dude's ever written them a song uh-huh. and if it's any good or not. The answer is usually yes and no. It was really bad. The other question I always ask is if money if okay. money was no object, how would you die? Okay. Oh, okay. Like choose how, how you would die? Yeah. What do you mean yeah. suicide or like or like, like if you were dying, how would you like this the yeah. basically yeah. you're gonna die. You got term you got terminal a terminal case, you got resting handsome face and it's gonna kill you. Okay. So you're like, Well I'm gonna die well, in like believe. a month. Uh huh. So I may as well just you know, call my shot. Money's no object. Yeah. How would you do it? How would I? Was, what exactly are you talking about? How would I kill myself? How would you kill yourself? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> what kind of uh, laugh was that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I don't know. I can't answer that. I have to think about that. Because, uh, CP, you got an answer? How would I kill myself? Money's no object. You, you get the money from mysterious benefactors. You know you're going to die from a terrible disease. Yeah, I, so yeah no, I know. I, you get a check from the Lanolax Corporation. I've already planned this out. I would uh, fill a room... Uh, full uh, well I would put a mirror on the ceiling and then I would like make this bed that spins and the mirror would have like a bunch of like weird like it would be cut really cool mm-hmm. like cut in in the mirror design so you can't really see who, what what you're looking at it's all like Oh, design. like a kaleidoscopic sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And I would make a bed that would spin, and I would in, like tie myself to the bed, inject myself with a bunch of drugs, and then spin on that while the lights are off. Wow. Okay. Well, you'd have to have some kind of light. To well, see there right. would be lights underneath the, the spinning bed, like little hovering yeah. lights, so whenever I look up, I can see like it's a circle. Keep um, in mind, money's no object. a circle. That's tight. You got a check from the Lanolex Corporation, uh, now you can do it. Something I've been thinking about. <laughs> what no, I would do, what I would do is that cool I'd, be, uh, I'd definitely be in outer space, and I'd be like shot in a rocket, uh-huh. and I would take a gargantuan amount of drugs, but enough that I feel it a little bit before I, you know, not so much that I'm just like Emilio OD. Yeah. But enough that I'm going to OD, but I'm going to have, you know, like a 10 minute interesting thing. Yeah. And I would just watch the earth as it got smaller and smaller and then I'm gone. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. It is, per- it is pretty wouldn't cool. Wouldn't you explode? Me? Yeah. Probably. That's, okay, so that's, how, is, that's, the, that's a more realistic way if I'm going to die. This is not mine, but this is uh, uh, like a friend of mine from college. And I, I'm, I think I'll just steal it. I'll just steal this one. Okay. Um, but he, uh, he said he would, <laughs> he would get, he would, first of all, he'd like wait until he found like some sort of tsunami situation. Wow. Um, so it's like really, this is hard to do, I guess, because you have to kind of wait for something to happen with the earth. Uh, but he'd like, he'd find a tsunami, like some sort of gigantic wave, and then get into a helicopter 
and kind of get or like or like a plane and uh, get high enough. And then he'd inject himself with meth. So he's like fucking like like wide yeah. awake and like feeling amazing. And he would <clears throat> jump out with a parachute uh so he could like coast kind of towards the tsunami holy shit but then this but then the the parachute would be rigged so it would set itself on fire <laughs> so that the parachute would burn up at the last second so he would just like fucking shoot right into the tsunami wow just holy super high shit yeah. hey gang here's a okay well, tweet us how you would die if you could pick uh, how i you learned nothing I, I, I learned nothing tweet want, us how you would die i want to know yeah yeah i want to know you can um, tweet at us however many times you want because I know it's 140 characters. Yeah, uh, you know, do it in parts, whatever, whatever yeah, works. But I learned nothing. Two. I want to yeah. know about how people would die. Um, huh? Yeah, the the change thing you talked about is pretty interesting about dealing with change. Yeah, nobody likes dealing with uh, change. You ever know any kind? Let me ask you someone. Do you do you find that change in your life is a gradual process or all at once thing? Oh man, I'd say it's both. Yeah, yeah. It probably depends, right? I would say both. Because it's interesting to go to look back on something that I did like eight years ago and be like, "Holy shit, I would I would never do that now." But oh, when did yeah. I make that yeah. choice? I don't fucking know. Like it's a gradual weird there's erosion. There's a, there's this thing in evolutionary theory called punctuated equilibrium. Which is like you kind of make there's like there's there's a way that species make this progress uh, while they're evolving uh, that's kind of gradual. You can sort of sense how they're going through like you know either they're getting bigger or they're like getting faster or some some sort of metric that you determine. You can see how that species is changing over time, but then um, something happens usually where you see like these huge spikes and changes in like just the way the, the species is like developed or, or however it looks. Okay. And it's called punctuated equilibrium, which means that it's changing over time pretty steadily, but every once in a while there'd be like this fucking spike that just changes like drastically, hmm. like how they behave and how they interact with the world or maybe Weird. they like, like learn to adapt in a totally like novel way to their environment. I think the change is sort of like that. Like hmm. for all of us, like we 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 all change gradually uh, and steadily, like our entire lives. But then every once in a while, something happens where we change very drastically, yeah, for whatever reason. So it's both. And short answer is both. What has been the most beneficial thing? So you you look to these dudes, you you read their stuff. You're like, holy shit! What's been the most beneficial thing? Like like wait like like have you ever done? some drugs let me ask you something you ever done these drugs you're like because you said you normally do them when you're trying to reconnect have you ever done them and been like then you wake up and you're like well fuck now i feel more confused it didn't help at all yeah yeah damn what do you do then well i think you just i think it i think it always ends up making sense That's later on also kind of the point sometimes what do you yeah. mean yeah well, so I haven't done I haven't done any hallucinogens in a long time, but every time I oh, have, oh, good for you! Not, we fucking get it. <laughs> fucking old Boy Scout Ben over here. BBB. I want to fucking do drugs again. I'm begging you. Do you have any drugs? I Guys, just don't know. I don't know. Any drugs? Tweet at I learn nothing. <laughs> at I learn nothing or at Gristle Porn. I would love to do some hashtag Mister Cho Daddy. Yeah, Cho Daddy. Uh, I'd love to do some acid again. I love the, acid with the, with the Cho Daddy. Uh, but every time I've done acid or um, or mushrooms or whatever, 
right afterwards, it's like a, I feel all zonked out and I don't know what, what I'm supposed to be thinking or doing or like, what did I learn from this? This is all stupid. Like, I don't know what happened. Uh, it's because like kind of the categories that we use to uh, manipulate and uh, make sense of the world have just been like broken down and scattered and blown off with the wind. And you have to hmm. construct those categories again. And that's sort of the point, I think. That's sort of like what, what makes it cool. Yeah. Is that... That's how, kind of what helps you change and grow is that like all your preconceptions are just like leveled and you have to build them up again. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. I've had many times. I've, I, I did acid. The last time I did acid, I like tripped the hardest I've ever tripped. And I got to that point where I saw people as forms of energy. And Weird. that's that was really crazy. Like I didn't see bodies. I just saw energy yeah. like people mm-hmm. as is crazy. But I didn't understand it at first, you know, because I came out of that being like, wow, that was a fucking, that was awful. I hated yeah. all of that and more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, I hated all of that and more. <laughs> and then I looked back, I've looked back on it and I realized whenever I saw people as forms of energy, I mean, I realized that that's just kind of what we are, you know, that we're life forms but like also whenever I saw people as forms of energy, it was like really crazy because it was like either people are alone or they're with somebody else or they're with multiple people. And that was that like imagine like seeing these vessels like shake in one another, like either alone or t- with two people or three people. And I look back on that and I realize, oh, that's kind of just like. That was just spelling out a weird, like, love thing. Like, love is either you're alone or you're with, you know, somebody else. Or you can share that love with multiple people. And I don't know. I've, I learned a lot from that experience, even though I woke up from that being like, Jesus Christ, that was awful. And I, I don't, I feel like I just, like, lost my mind. Like, went schizophrenic for a second. Hmm. See, I've never done acid ever. It's not just acid, though. I mean, like that. Could, it could be. It could be mushrooms. It could be. I've yeah. never smiled. You've never smiled. I mean, You've that's a drug you might want to try. I've never even had sex. You're like a Kant. I'm You're a lot like Emmanuel Kant, except, except that guy saves all his jizz up, and then he fucking. Now he's smart. You know, I do. I want to play the banjo. Yeah, you got to pick up your banjo game. I guess I got to do that. You got to do that so that you can get all the ladies to come over. Yeah. Yeah. And. Or maybe just you. like uh, yeah, like cross, not touched. so much the band. Oh, you need to be touched. You need to be touched. My friend needs to be touched. <laughs> yeah. Tweet, tweet at, tweet at. I learned nothing. If you want to touch Patine, if you want to touch me, feel free. Go ahead. Go. Yeah. Just find him and touch him. I don't know. I feel like they're vaginas. I. Fe- I don't know. Maybe there's stuff I don't want. To learn, you know, maybe oh, what it's, if? Well, it's terrifying. It sounds terrifying. It's absolutely yeah. terrifying because once you start to think about all of these different factors, that th- what you see is what you make it, and what it's like. Nothing's really exactly real. It's terrifying. It's like hmm. the mathematics that we're something is so small, you know, that the world is anything. It's just, it's it's scary to, like, open your mind up to, like, thinking like that. It's, like, anxiety-producing. Huh. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I just... But it's also, I would say, that it's also, it can be, like, incredibly relieving. Hmm. You know? It's liberating at the end. Yeah. It's like, you know, you know what? 
fuck it. I have all these preconceptions about myself. I have all these, you know, entitlements. I have all these, like, things that I'm supposed to do because I'm telling myself to do them. But all of that doesn't matter because what matters is, like, if I'm going to keep living and if I'm going to keep, like, experiencing things for my own self, not for anybody else's entertainment or for anybody else's, you know... That's whatever a, that's a really interesting thing that you just said too about like oh i'm doing these things because i'm telling myself to do them a lot of the things that people are sort of feel trapped by is not just like the preconceptions that other people have of them but it's the preconceptions that you have of yourself sometimes people kind of build their own prisons where they're like oh you know i'm Creed. not i'm not what <laughs> they have a song called my own prison oh my god <laughs> Someone is that not what we were referring no. to? Or? Shut up. Don't was this not, is this not a podcast about Creed? No, oh, it's sorry. not. No. Okay, I don't know. Pat, I'm just saying. What? Sit I'm down. Saying, I, was, I am sitting. I was I'm making all, such I'm an always important, sitting. I was making such an important point for you. And well, you just I was just... threw me off so hard. I'm just that curious. Creed, that's a Creed reference. I just a don't... Creed God reference brought it. me down. Yeah, they're a rock and roll but band. But who gives a fuck about Creed? Creed fans. Who? I'm trying to get off the Creed fans listening to this fucking podcast. Nothing else is working. Okay, so what were you saying? <sighs> All right, so I'm saying that you. <laughs> what you're saying is that Creed fucking rocks, and I'm with you. Uh, yeah, Creed rocks. He's saying that people like right. you, uh-huh. have, you handsome men, they <laughs> have confirm, these things that <laughs> they want that they want to do because they think they have to do them or else if they don't do them that their life and what they stand for means nothing so there's that's that's the human condition there's also there's also the point where like maybe you really did want maybe you really did set yourself those goals in a genuine from a genuine position uh, but uh, but now it's not because you've kind of lost sense of like why you decided to pursue these goals, uh, and now they're just become these like this list of like to dos that you have to do, hmm. um, and uh, sort of taking this break from yourself, from the world, from whatever with these drugs uh, is a way to kind of reorient yourself, understand like whether you really did want those goals or not. Maybe you decide that you Pat, do. get off your phone. Well, I'm trying to find something. I'm, I'm listening. So, uh, so yeah. So, uh, listen, bitch. <laughs> you bitch. maybe want to, uh, you know, try to get out of yourself for a second, reorient your goals, reorient, reorient yourself, uh, and kind of account for your preconceptions. Uh, not even necessarily destroy them, but just kind of be like, all right, well, is this one still legitimate or not? Is that one still legitimate or not? And then, you know, you can move from there. But uh, the idea is to do that periodically so you know that you're still on the right track for yourself. Well, here's the yeah. deal. I have never felt that way. That felt, like Felt what way? What do you mean? That I have to, you have to do something because society dictates it. I, that's, you, you know didn't I mean? listen at no. all to what we that's just That's what you said. said no, you, it has nothing to do with society. I'm you saying, said you feel you have to do stuff. that you, for To meet goals that you set for yourself. That's what I'm saying. That has nothing to do with society. I have no goals. Well, that's a whole other Well, that's a whole other issue. That's what I'm saying. Is that, you know? Like, I, like I, don't, I don't live my life that way. Well, that's fine, too. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's a goal in and of that's itself. That's liberating. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm liberated. All right. Yeah, you're a liberated mind. Right. Maybe you are the next, the next one. That's yeah, you're me. the new Neo. I'm Neo. Yeah, Neo Shiva. 
I'm the Shiva. The Godiva. The reason that I took my... F- <laughs> <laughs> because it's w- one of my favorite quotes ever is about that. Uh-huh. And it's it's from a comic book. Yep. Called 100 Bullets. Uh-huh. It's it's a good one. And let's, gonna, let's hear it. Well, I'm going to read you the it. quote. Because it's, it's under favorite quotes. If you guys want to find me on Facebook, you can friend me and you can read this quote yourself with your own eyes. Okay. But my two favorite quotes in the world... I'll read two of them to you. Okay. Okay. One of them is from my, from my brother, Kevin Dean. Uh-huh. And he said, this is like 10 years ago. He said, somehow someone saved the day. I'm pretty sure it wasn't me. Which is just my favorite quote that ever. <laughs> it's just such a weird <laughs> thing for anyone to say, let alone my brother. But 100 Bullets is a comic book. And I'm not going to tell you what it's about because it's, it's actually completely insane what it's about. Yeah. But my favorite quote ever, and I read this one time and I went, fucking fuck dude like you gotta remember this so I wrote it down it's on Facebook on your favorite quotes <clears throat> when I, this is a guy his name is Agent Graves and he's telling a story to somebody and he said uh, when I was younger I started reading a book it was called The Book of Should as in each chapter you should go to college get a job you should fall in love buy a house get married have children I got bored with it because I knew how it was going to end I left that book on a train a long time ago Oh. So fuck you, Ben. That's a hey, cool fix your, quote. Fix your mic. Fix your mic. Oh, thanks. Yeah, so, yeah, so I've never felt that <laughs> way about shit, you know? Okay. That's a cool quote. Yeah, it's a great comic book. Okay. Bitch. I've never said that that's not how you should think about life, bitch. I thought that's what, you, I thought that's what we were talking about. Well, we were no. saying that some <laughs> some people... Like, think that way. Yeah. You know? And that's okay. That's totally okay. It's okay because you think it. Yeah. But, you know, it's not, it's not, you, you can change that and you don't have to put that pressure on yourself. Or if you feel like, I don't know, I don't know, I, I think, I'm thinking of like a really silly example, but I'm like, did you ever at one point after a set think that it was bad? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, <clears throat> I don't know, rethinking that, rethinking that notion of like, doesn't even matter that it's bad. Am I going to dictate my life that it's bad or I don't know. Yeah, is that going to affect your process? Yeah. Is that going to affect how you're going to think the next day? Also, the other thing too is that like, I remember like the 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 first time I bombed, which was... Uh, I mean, honestly, never. But uh, <laughs> but that uh, is unbombable. I'm unbombable. Yeah. But uh, unbombable. no, like when I had a bad set, I you know the fir- first couple years I was doing comedy, I was like, oh, that that sucked. That was terrible. But now after several years, I guess my point is that like time time tends to dampen a lot of the shit that you feel. Uh, and uh, so now, like I look back at times that I did really bad, and I kind of just think, oh yeah, that's kind of sucked. Yeah, but uh, I don't really care because Move on. I've moved on. What can you do? Yeah, nothing. Yeah, and so it's, that's what these guys are all talking about: is like moving on, changing, changing a little bit, getting your growing. I don't know, reinventing yourself, but in the way where you don't like have to do that. If hmm. it, it like yeah, yeah. Go, f- everything folds in on itself, you know what I mean? Interesting. So maybe we should all do acid and then go to Arby's. And then go to Arby's. Why do you keep bringing up Arby's, Ben? It's fucking weird. You don't even go to Arby's. 
I haven't been to Arby's in so long. I haven't been to Arby's in a decade. I want curly fries. <laughs> curly fries. Are, let's go to Arby's. Let's go to Arby's after this. You know what? This. I think we should wrap this up and go to Arby's. I think we should go to yeah. Arby's and yeah. then maybe we can post review. We can write uh, horrible Yelp reviews. Uh, Christina, thank you for coming on our show. Appreciate it. What uh, you got some stuff going on, right? You got some stuff you can plug. Yeah. Uh, follow Broken Joke. Uh, we're a comedy co-op hub for making weird, funny videos. And yeah. follow me on Twitter at IBSuper. I-B-E Super. Do it. Uh, so I personally am at, uh, personally, Gristle, personally at Gristle Porn. That's G-R-I-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. Personally, I'm shocked. Uh, personally, I'm Gristle Porn. Right now, I am, uh, uh, Stud Spanish that's spelled with <laughs> dollar sign T U D dollar sign P A N I S H. It's weird that people uh, that like Facebook you can do that. You can give yourself a second name. Oh no, wait, that's not no, that's my Instagram. Sorry. So uh uh Gristle Porn so uh his studliness. I'm his studliness oh. on, on Twitter that's on Twitter. Awful. Yeah. It's really perverted. Uh but the the at is at Gristle Porn. Yes. All right. Um we also uh I learned nothing. We have uh we're on all social medias. We, we are got it all on, baby. We got it all baby. We're at at I Learn Nothing on Twitter, at I Learn Nothing Podcast on Instagram. We have a Facebook page, I Learn Nothing. Uh, and we have our own website. Uh, go to I Learned Nothing.com. There you can find uh, past episodes, uh, our bios, and uh, I have been setting up a bibliography uh, that has kind of all the sources for the philosophy that we talk about on the show. So right now we've got. Some articles by Judith Jarvis Thompson, who wants all fat people dead. Yeah, that was a weird thing. Uh, yeah, we have um, some resources on Schrodinger's cat and yes. Schrodinger. We have uh, all of Das Kapital by Marx oh, on there. That uh, takes up several links. And uh, and yeah, and we and have our, uh, and our bios are on there. You're so bios. you yeah. keep mentioning the fact. Every time you read this website, you always go. You know, there's a bibliography. There's I'd like people to get to know us, Pat. Why? Yeah, admire his marketing ship. Yeah, but our buy. Okay, you know <laughs> marketing what? ship. Marketing ship. My marketing shit. I got. I got the shit on lockdown. I'm on that marketing shit. Yeah, I'm bitch. on that marketing shit, baby. Bitch. So anyway, bitch. yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Pat Dean, and then, um, yeah, check out our fucking past episodes. You cucks. Fucking cucks. Cuck. Good night. International.